The Alta Scientist, a scientific journal by Alta Sciences, a different kind of CRO and CDMO. Issue 6. In this issue, discover the regulatory approval pathways for hybrid medicines and 505B2 new drug applications. Section 1. An Introduction to Hybrid Medicines Hybrid medicines are drugs based on a generic molecule and have a different route of administration, format, strength, or indication from the original reference product. They require reapproval for market authorization, partly based on data from the original reference medicine and partly on data from new clinical trials on the modified version. Like the hybrid medicine authorization process in the EU, the 505B2 new drug application, also known as NDA, approval process in the USA, applies to generic molecules that have a slight change from the reference medicine and can use published data, including previous regulatory submissions and communications, to support their reapproval by the FDA. In 2019, more than 50% of new drug applications in the USA were 505B2. According to the FDA's New Drug Therapy Approvals document, there were 64 505B2 and 48 novel drugs approved that year alone. While in Europe, the breakdown was similar. In its annual report, the EU reported 30 novel marketing authorizations and 36 authorizations for hybrid and abridged, generic, well-established use, and informed consent applications. Section 2. Some Applicable Categories of Drugs for Hybrid or 505B2 Pathways Generally speaking, the approval pathway for a hybrid medication, or a 505B2, is faster and less costly in terms of research than for a novel compound. The reference product has proven safety, often eliminating the need for preclinical safety and toxicology studies, or greatly reducing the number of studies required. The same applies to efficacy studies, especially if the pharmacokinetics and indication of the new formulation are the same as the original one. What follows is a selected list of categories that make a drug applicable for hybrid or 505B2 pathways. Modified release drugs are reformulated drugs with an altered timing and or rate of release of the drug substance. The modifications can offer patients improved efficacy, safety, or convenience not offered by existing dosage forms. Extended release medicines can often allow once-a-day dosing, compared to twice or three times per day for immediate release dosage forms. The reduced frequency of dosing improves convenience and adherence. The treatment of ADHD, drug and alcohol addiction, pain, and other conditions have been greatly impacted by such improvements. Delayed release medicines release a specific portion or portions of drug at a time later than immediately after dosing. Enteric-coated aspirin and other non-stereodal anti-inflammatory products are common applications of this modification, which improves the safety profile. Orally disintegrating tablets, or ODT, disintegrate rapidly in the saliva after oral administration. ODT may be taken without the addition of water. The drug is dissolved in the saliva and swallowed, providing benefits to patients who are vomiting or have trouble holding down liquids. Additionally, the bioavailability can be increased with ODT due to pregastric absorption. Combination drugs combine two or more medicines often taken together into a single, fixed-dose combination. 
There are many examples of combination products available by prescription or over-the-counter. Such combinations facilitate the lives of patients, as they can take one dose instead of a few different ones. New different routes of administration, compared to the reference product, such as patches for delivery of birth control, nicotine for anti-smoking, motion sickness medication, and analgesics. Subcutaneous implants have been developed for substance abuse, birth control, and diabetes, among others. Also included are antibiotics in both pill and liquid form. Opioid drugs and other commonly abused medications are increasingly being reformulated in ways that reduce the potential for abusive behaviors, such as chewing, snorting, and injecting. Uncrushable pills that limit the ability to snort or inject the drug, some lingual film, and subcutaneous implants are three examples of abuse deterrent formulations for existing drugs. The development path for each reformulation is unique, as the reliance on previous data differs. Section 3. Hybrid or 505B2 versus Generics Medicines approved via the hybrid or 505B2 approval pathway have certain market advantages over generics. Because hybrid medicines deliver additional benefits compared to the reference product, such as a new delivery system, different formulation, new indication, and so on, they can be branded and marketed with attention to the advancements they bring to treatment. Generic medicines are considered equivalent to their reference products and, as such, cannot be branded or marketed on their features. Their product insert and safety information are identical to that of the reference product. Generics compete on price, while hybrid or 505B2 products compete based on the improvements they offer. These could be improvements to ease of use, safety, or efficacy. The submission requirements for both type of products have differences, which is why pre-submission meetings with regulatory bodies, such as the FDA or European Medicines Agency, also known as EMA, are essential and serve to establish the exact data sets required. Section 4. Choosing a Drug Candidate An appropriate candidate for hybrid or 505B2 authorization should have a unique, documented, differentiating feature, low development risk, and acceptable profit potential. The changes to the formulation should be significant enough to offer real value for an unmet market need, with low risk of changes to bioequivalents that may necessitate additional efficacy trials unless the potential market justifies such trials. If a drug candidate has these qualities, the hybrid or 505B2 approval process has the potential to deliver a product with significant impact. Two recent additions that Alta Science has helped bring to the pharmaceutical market via hybrid or 505B2 include Baclocur, Baclofen, and Spritum, Leaftiracetum. Baclofen was on the market as a treatment for spasticity of voluntary muscle, as seen in multiple sclerosis, marketed under the brand name Leorosol. Based on reports that baclofen may also be effective as a treatment for alcohol dependence, Ethifarm decided to develop baclocur for this new indication. With safety and tolerability of baclofen already established, Ethifarm was able to depend on previous data, with the addition of studies in efficacy for the new indication and safety studies for the new patient population. Alta Science has conducted a pharmacokinetic study in hepatic-impaired patients, 
to see if dose adjustments would be required in this population. As the new indication for alcohol dependence makes it likely that baclocur will be used in such patients. In early 2018, the National Agency for the Safety of Medicines and Healthcare Products in France granted market authorization for baclocur. Levetiracetam is indicated to reduce seizures in epilepsy. The original form was often difficult for patients to swallow, especially for older patients who have dysphagia. Apricia Pharmaceuticals addressed this issue by developing the world's first 3D-printed tablet, Spritum. The 3D printing process produces porous tablets that instantly dissolve in patients' mouths. Therefore, regardless of strength, patients can easily take Spritum. Alta Sciences conducted a bioequivalent study to demonstrate that the new Spritum instant dissolving formulation was equivalent to the regular tablet. This data allowed Apricia to rely on the previous safety and efficacy data in their successful 505B2 NDA application. Some drugs eligible to achieve marketing authorization via hybrid or 505B2 process may require additional testing for a variety of potential additional effects, such as somnolence, driving impact, as demonstrated in the following case study by Alta Sciences for a recent 505B2 submission for a central nervous system active drug. Section 5. On Alta Sciences Case Study Achieving a 505B2 Regulatory Approval A sponsor was developing a product that isolated the active enantiomer to make an extended-release formulation. These modifications were significant enough to warrant additional clinical studies to help provide a robust dossier for the FDA to review. The purpose of this study was to assess a new indication, in this case a number of neurological disorders, in healthy normal participants. As their trusted partner, Alta Sciences conducted three key studies for the sponsor. The first was a driving simulator study to assess a patient's ability to deliver or operate heavy machinery after an acute dose or at a steady rate. The second was a bioavailability study comparing two lots of extended-release investigational products manufactured via different processes. And the third was a study to assess the safety, tolerability, and pharmacokinetics of multiple ascending doses, also referred to as MAD study, of the investigational product from the bioavailability study. Section 6. Case Study Continued. Study Methods. In the course of this study, we worked with the sponsor to help design and conduct a driving study that would generate data for a fulsome assessment on the impact of the drug sedating effects and potentially help justify a modification of the label compared to the reference-listed drug. The study was randomized, multiple-dose, double-blind, placebo-controlled, Latin-square design, with three-period full crossover study, with subjects randomized to treatment sequences, one treatment group per period for three periods. Subjects completed all three treatment periods within the treatment group they were randomized to. During each treatment period, subjects were dosed with active treatment, two dose levels, or matching placebo bid and diphenhydramine, or placebo every morning, QAM, for 15 days. The study drug, morning dose, was administered by site staff on days 1, 6, 11, 15, 21, 26, 31, 35, 41, 46, 51, and 55. 
subjects self-administered the drug at home on all other study days. Cognitive testing and driving simulation were conducted approximately two and a half hours and three hours post-dosing, respectively. Subjects continue their assigned study dosing at home, with titration of the study drug at five-day intervals. Subjects return to the clinical research unit for morning dosing on titration days. Prior to the day 15 dose for each treatment period, subjects returned to the clinic and remained overnight. They were dosed the following morning and underwent cognitive and driving simulation testing approximately two and a half and three hours post-morning dose. The study included cognitive testing via cog screen, symbol digit coding, and driving performance via Cognitive Research Corporation's Driving Simulator, CRCDS, Minisim. For the relative bioavailability study, a screening period of up to 28 days ensured that 24 male and female subjects were enrolled. For all three treatment periods, subjects reported to the clinic on the evening prior to dose administration and fasted overnight for at least 10 hours. Subjects were randomized to either treatment A, treatment B, or treatment C on the morning of the first treatment period. The study drug was administered after pre-dose clinical assessments were made and a blood sample, at zero hour, had been taken. The subjects remained at the clinic for 36 hours after dosing, during which time blood samples were collected at 14 intervals. There was a seven-day washout period between each treatment period. In the multiple ascending dose study, Subjects entered the clinic on the evening prior to the first dose and received multiple-dose oral administration of the investigational product, starting on day one. Similar to the bioavailability study, subjects were admitted to the clinic on the evening prior and fasted for at least 10 hours prior to the first drug administration. Subjects also had pre-dose clinical assessments and a zero-hour blood draw. Subjects received the initial dose of drug on day one. On day 4, dose was increased by 20 mg, and on day 7, by another 20 mg. Dosing was conducted using morning and afternoon dosing, exactly 12 hours apart. Pharmacokinetic assessments were conducted throughout the study, both during morning and afternoon dosing. Subjects remained sequestered at the study site for the duration of the clinical study through day 13. The total duration of this study, excluding screening, was expected to be at least 14 days. Section 7. Case study continued. The results. In the driving study, sensitive, objective measures of sedation, including driving performance, alertness, and attention, demonstrated that performance following the initial dose of the study drug was non-sedating. Steady-state treatment with the study drug at twofold, the starting dose, had a potentially mild sedating effect which was less severe than that caused by a common over-the-counter antihistamine, for example, diphenhydramine, HCI 50 mg. For the bioavailability study, the rate and extent of absorption was equivalent between the reference product and the extended release product manufactured with the alternate manufacturing process. All three studies met their primary endpoints and were successfully conducted. Important to note is that the studies generated the data the sponsor required and recruitment and data delivery timelines were met, allowing the sponsor to achieve their submission deadline. In conducting these three different types of studies, Alta Science's experts worked closely with the sponsor to develop the protocols, schedule, 
and recruit each study with the appropriate subjects to conduct the trial, as outlined, and provide data to address the following three key areas of the sponsor's 505B2 submission, drug impairment potential, bioavailability, and dose escalation evaluations. Since the drug is one that will likely be titrated by physicians in the patient population, having this data provides regulatory reviewers with another key piece of information to make a sound benefit-risk decision. Section 8. What sets Alta Sciences apart? Alta Sciences is a multiple award-winning CRO and CDMO with decades of experience conducting research for modified drugs taking the hybrid or 505B2 approval pathway. Since 2010, we have designed and conducted more than 250 studies that follow these pathways. We have a robust study participant database, allowing us to quickly fill panels on time. In analysis and reporting, we have an impressive 98% on-time reporting rate. There are over 500 beds in our clinical facilities. Our facilities are fully accredited and inspected by both the FDA and the EMA. That brings us to the end of Issue 6 of the Alta Scientist, Hybrid Medicines and 505B2 NDA Approval Pathways. We hope you enjoyed this audio recording. Join us again next time as we dive deeper into more critical processes in early phase drug development. You can also write to us at contact at altasciences.com or visit altasciences.com to learn more about what makes Alta Sciences a different kind of CRO and CDMO. Alta Sciences is an integrated drug development solution company offering pharmaceutical and biotechnology companies a proven, flexible approach to preclinical and clinical pharmacology studies, including formulation, manufacturing, and analytical services. For over 25 years, Alta Sciences has been partnering with sponsors to help support educated, faster, and more complete early drug development decisions. Alta Sciences integrated full-service solutions include preclinical safety testing, clinical pharmacology and proof of concept, bioanalysis, program management, medical writing, biostatistics, clinical monitoring, and data management, all customizable to specific sponsor requirements. Alta Sciences helps sponsors get better drugs to the people who need them faster.